You know, I think we should do a recap episode every time we camp because last time we went camping, we also wrote a list of things that we wrote down during... You think so? You remember that? I am 100% positive that we wrote down almost everything that was said on Bill and Wendy's porch when it was pouring rain. It was just me, you, them, and Aaron. Can you find it? Do you have it? What are you looking at? I'm looking at the next thing I want to talk to you about. Sorry, oh, I jumped the okay, gun. Okay, but I want to find, I want to go back to that old list sometime. A notes from... A notes from last May. I think this is it. Okay, so... May 22nd, 2022. Yeah, so every time we, every time we go camping, we have to recap, have a recap episode. Get ready for what? I have to sing an intro and know that that's going to be the music in the background. So am I just recording you? Yeah, go ahead. Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Fully functional parents. Can I set the stage for, for that whole entire segment called camping fall 2023 okay it's still summer we go camping to letchworth and you and i started to have the conversation about camping and when they decided to build these cabins like what was the logic was there someone in government who was like more people want to sleep out in the woods let's build them cabins or were these cabins built for the WPA workers, and then they just left them up. Right. Like, it's yeah. so crazy to think about this like concept of, like, we all want to go sit in the woods for two days, don't shower, eat garbage, stay up too late, sleep poorly at night. Like, all these things. It, the packing. The packing. It's insane. But we all do it. We love it. Like, so what's up with that? I mean, who figured that out? Like, well, like all of the, it's just all worth it. It's all incredible. But who, like, what were they, what, who came, whose brainchild were cabins at state parks? Yeah, I mean, people have been living in the state park. Wouldn't you think people probably lived there as like a, let's find a place to live. We don't have any, own any property like kind like of lived travelers, like, like, like hobos. they built their own sheds or lived in these cabins. What are you talking about? I'm wondering if there were people who inhabited state parks for some time. Oh, wow. So not even just that we just took straight up took Native American land. You're talking about like, I don't know what you're saying. Before they built cabins, were there Americans that lived in state parks? Oh, I don't think so. Like you can't build a house. It's not your property. But there were people who were like, I'm not going to get kicked out from here and I'll set up like a hobo camp because mm. there's no other, there's no property that is public. Like it's like a city park. You're yeah, in a state park. I see what you're saying. Like, like they don't like, own any like land. Free, it's free reign. I can right. go stay They're there. They're vagrants. Vagrants? Vagrants. <laughs> Vagabonds. <laughs> These vagabonds. Fragrance. Shoes. So it just, it's such a funny thing. And then we come home from camping. We start washing thousands of loads of laundry and we all take showers and taking a shower after camping, the equivalent for me, and I can't believe it, is the feeling of taking a shower after you've run a marathon. 
where like you're you're so beat up you're just so gross yeah and then yeah. you take a shower and you think this is the most incredible experience of my life that's what it feels like to run a marathon and the thing about being gross after this camping is like i said to you i showered friday afternoon before we left and okay, so we didn't shower Saturday, and then Sunday went home. Like, it's not that long of a time. No, it's sitting in smoke. It's sitting in smoke that makes you feel gross. There are no reports or official documentation suggesting that feral people live in national parks. Feral, they call them. Wild people. This oh theory God. continues to spread through unsubstantiated claims on platforms like Reddit, YouTube, and TikTok. That's... Feral people. Wow. I want a movie about feral people. I mean, Bigfoot is basically the first feral person. A study published in the journal Human Ecology found there are around a thousand wild people living in California's Yosemite National Park. These individuals are typically homeless or have very limited contact with society, and many of them rely on the park for food and shelter. Feral, though? No. <laughs> So then so, the, the show alone just started videotaping them. Right, right. But my point was more, maybe there were people that were living in these state parks, even setting up like Lean shanties and yeah. stuff like that. And then they said, well, let's actually make this legit. Oh, so they're making homes for the homeless. Wow, we were such a benevolent, kind government for a while yeah. there. Anyway, so you... Then we go sit by the campfire and the, I mean, every night. We sit and we have no campfire. internet. We have no phone. Right. Nothing. Nothing. And so you apparently took quite a few notes at the campfire. Right. I don't know if you needed to set this whole thing up. Did anybody? Because the two people that are going to be <laughs> listening to this were, were camping there. with us. <laughs> so one thing we talked about was, and I sort of, I just was having fun being on Wendy's side, but what is in fruit punch? So whatever, we had this debate about what flavors make up fruit punch. <laughs> and whatever flavors she would say weren't or were in them, she'd look at me and I'd be like, you're right. You're right. Like, I had no idea. Like, no citrus. I don't know. I don't. You fought me so hard on the no citrus. It's so rude. <laughs> There's so to... obviously orange juice in fruit punch. So I looked up what is in fruit punch. And Minute Maid, which is not your... Well, yeah, that's not a classic. There's a blend of grape, pineapple, pear, and apple. And it's obviously the fact that they use a lot of apple juice, yeah. right? fucking bastards. But then every article has a different, like, fruit punch is not a standard, it seems. Isn't that A simple crazy? mixture of cranberry, pineapple, orange, cherry, and lime juice make for a delicious and nostalgic fruit punch recipe. Next one. Homemade fruit punch recipe. Cranberry, pineapple, orange, and lime. Seems like, okay, seems like cranberry, pineapple, orange, and lime might be. Pineapple makes sense to me. We never even mentioned pineapple. Right. Because it's like a little tangy, but mostly sweet. You know? That's what a pine... But I cannot believe, David, there are things that have caught on like wildfire. We talked about it last night. The padiddle. The fact yes. that people would say padiddle, but we'll go back to that. But the fact that fruit punch has evaded a recipe for decades now. There is no given recipe for fruit punch. You're telling me it's inconsistent. It's all over the place. Fruit punch, bravo, not getting locked into a recipe. The next thing we were curious about 
is the etymology of the word of the term kick the bucket. Oh, right. Kick the bucket. Yes. Yeah, like, did, where did that we come from? Comfort. I loved that Bill Burns became like an old gold miner in like 1875 Deadwood last night. He kept singing all these folk songs. Right. And he would get so into it. He'd be like, he'd be so folking it out that you almost like thought if you squinted hard enough, he's wearing like overalls. Like he was so into it. Do you know what I'm talking he, about? He was having a good time being very um, physical last night. Like, he's, like he was super, he was super loud. standing up a little he bit. Really he's always super loud, but that's no, but great. He was, like, he was really doing a good job projecting. Sometimes Bill has a very meek voice. He there have been like... several theories about kick the bucket. Oh, oh, oh. So what were our theories last night? Oh, God. Somebody said, I think Alyssa said something about like slipping on a fishing boat and falling off it, but right before you do, you I think that's what I said. And she said, that's no way that's that's the oh, way okay, what it was. So Alyssa called you on it. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, someone else talked about filling something up, filling up a bucket until you die or something. I, I think know. that was Aaron. He was having a very metaphysical <laughs> kind of night. <laughs> the common theory is that the idiom refers to hanging. Because there's the oh bucket that you God. stand on. However, Joyful. there's no evidence to support this. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> its earliest appearance is in the Dictionary of Vulgar Tongue, where it is defined to die. In John Badcock's Slang Dictionary of 1823. Oh, that Dictionary of Vulgar Tongue was 1785. Oh, Kick the wow. butt, it goes all the way back to 1785. They had buckets back then? In 18... 18- favored by the Oxford English Dictionary refers to the alternative definition of a bucket as a beam or yoke that can be used to hang to carry things on. The bucket may refer to the beam in which slaughtered pigs are suspended. Oh. The animals may struggle on the bucket. Jeez oh. Oh. Louise, do you know that my dad has the unabridged yes, I know. He has. Oxford English Dictionary? I mean, it is... It's like a book of spells. It's but massive. But it is so old that it is quite outdated. There's no za or tweet in it. Right, 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 right. And he has a magnifying glass that you can move along it. I haven't seen that in his new house. But my dad used to read the dictionary. I mean, that was like something he actively did. While he listened to Puccini. Puccini. And watched book notes on C-SPAN. Somehow we converted Nicorette into Dickorette. <laughs> and... <laughs> We talked about dickerette at gmail.com being Bill's email address. <laughs> oh, oh shoot. I was going to edit this out and actually just create the email address and send it to everybody. We have to, we're going to start using dickerette at gmail.com as our <laughs> family email. <laughs> Why did we go from nickerette? Oh, because he's a dick because he doesn't offer other people his nickerette yes, gun. Yes, he never shares his nickerette. And then he throws the plastic into the fire to burn and try to kill all of us and the earth. These what are if, the things we talked about. Yeah. Chairbrella, because I had to oh my God, have a yes, chair. The chairbrella. And like that was like a tentbrella. Right. I mean, I mean, sorry, a chair tent. It really rained hard. Yeah, right and you were like holding like a whole, oh no, the chair. You were flipped over a chair. I also had the tent at one yeah, point. Yeah, at one point you had the tent. You were holding it by its posts. I was looking for Wendy's phone. Oh, God, what a debacle. She can never hold on to her phone. It's embarrassing. I mean, I, I, you were making the suggestion that she have like a retractable badge How do they not know what that was? I have no idea. I, they I, don't I, use that, obviously, at her past jobs. I can't believe Aaron didn't know that I have 
that I wear a badge for work. I mean, I work. He was shocked to hear that you wear a badge. It's in the 405 code. It's a New York law. You work for a healthcare organization. You have to wear a badge with your name on it. So your patients know who you are. I'm not a bedside caregiver, but it still matters. (laughs) Apologies accepted at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. No, and Dickorette at gmail.com. Um, we also had the catchphrase, which we did not use at all this weekend. Feels like camping. <laughs> which, which is, that's what this episode's going to be called. Feels like camping. Um, this next one, I had to remember when we were on the screened in porch when it was pouring. Yeah. And we had a little chant of, oh shit, it's a wall sit. <laughs> Remember oh, we had, shit. It's a wall we had Aaron sit. doing the wall Aaron sit? Aaron did a wall sit for like 25 minutes. I mean, he that very. was very impressive. Um, I have such memories as Bill Burns' crack addict. Oh my God, Bill Burns was a crack addict no. for a night. Yes. Oh my God. No, he wasn't. I mean, he has like a co-worker who listens <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> I have here the JBB. The juice box bitches. When Ella and was it Vivian? Ella and Vivian and Hannah maybe. Sienna. No, oh, Sienna. Sienna. Was, was Sienna there? I don't know. There I think was it was Sienna there. or Clara maybe. No, they weren't there. I think it was Sienna. Okay. They came out of the Askers cabin like <laughs> strutting like it was a catwalk with the juice like, boxes. It was like out of. Heathers or Mean Girls, yes. like where the three girls like walk together as the narrator's like. Ah, if and anything, she's so beautiful. There's like a slow motion of them taking the straw and pushing it yeah. through the foil. And yeah, then and then and then one of them can't, can't get it in, and the others turn and like roll their eyes at her, like, oh god. Oh yeah, it's a Capri Vivian, Sun pouch. Vivian. I think that for next May we have to bring juice boxes just in case Liz doesn't bring them. Done. We're recording it for history right uh, now. With the I wrote box. here, dried puddle Rorschach, whatever. We did talk about Rorschach also last well, night. Because we were like walking around in the dark. We're like, what does that puddle um, look like? Gary Busey is just Nick Nolte drunk. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It is so true. Imagine Nick Nolte like in first class on a plane. And he has like too many of the little shooters. And the Slowly becomes Gary like, Busey. Wait a minute. You don't look like you looked like before. Wait, are you the guy from Point Break? Or are you the guy from that movie with Barbara Streisand? Which one? Um, I don't think Nick Nolte is in such good shape though. No, he looks like his skin is melting off his face. I think Nick Nolte now kind of looks like a sober Gary Busey. <laughs> well done. Um, I think Gary Busey might be dead. No, he's not. No, and he had a recent interview that is wacky tobacky. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> um, Let's not forget that. And then I have spit on your friend when you want to end a conversation you're losing and don't want to hear about it anymore. You were talking. We were having a disagreement, so I just went... And <laughs> 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 the disagreement. Okay, so anyway, so back to 2023... You and Aaron and Alyssa had quite the disagreement about what is the universal blood type. <laughs> We've already talked about this on the podcast. So universal blood type is? O positive. And Aaron has? O negative. So Aaron is? Not the universal donor. Type O negative is known as the universal blood type. That's wrong. <laughs> is that curated a website curated by Aaron Burke? 
look it up. Is O plus positive or O? Universal donors are those with O negative. I might type. have O negative then. I know I'm the <laughs> universal donor. I put it everywhere. I like advertise. Last night, um, Molly, was it last night? Yeah. Before it got dark, she's holding her phone. And she doesn't realize for some reason, even though you can hear all the people because they're right next to her. There's like 15 people around her because we're all eating dinner. But she's sitting in her chair, her camp chair, holding her phone and trying to take like a little sad face selfie, which, you know, everybody's got to make some stupid face that is not their own when they take a selfie. I don't understand that. Like, why do you, do you not realize you're contorting your face? Yeah, why, yeah, why do you choose a face that you've never used before? Right. I, that's, yep, that, that's one of them. Right. Our child sucks his cheeks in like he's been, you know, dehydrated for, yeah, what is that? So, um, so she's taking the selfie and I thought to myself, it would be so funny to be a person who goes up to people taking selfies and offers to take the photo for them. Oh yeah, because, stops like, them in their track. Right, because... Isn't that, the, isn't that how a selfie was invented? Because somebody was like, oh, I don't have somebody to take a photo for me. So they took it of themselves. And I want to be the good Samaritan who goes running up to people and offers to take the photo while they're in the midst of taking their but selfie. But people want the, how the selfie photos look. I know. That's why it's funny. Because you're, Molly said it like this. I say, Molly, are you sad? I'll take your photo. Right. No one to take it. <laughs> The last thing I want to say to you mm-hmm. is we had a quite the running joke, and I do want to applaud Wendy for going with it about her naked ironing. <laughs> you know, like she was a good, really good sport about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because she, it's a fact. So you, how can you not be? A good but she's sport about at one point. She did say like, "Bill, I can't believe you told everybody." Oh, that oh. I do this. She always says, that, I can't believe Bill. How would that not I can't get believe out? you, Bill. And I think, you've been married to him for 20 bajillion years. You, you got to stop You can't saying, I can't believe you, Bill. Because <laughs> you should believe him by now. Did someone ask us recently, how do you know it's hot? Yeah. And who, who asked us that? How do you know they aren't? How do you know when the iron is hot? I think maybe Henry. And what did you say? I said, you like, there's either a beep or you kind of like put your hand near it, but don't touch it. Right. Okay. So sometimes I do tap it. Oh, you're at risk to. Sometimes I press the steam what button. What if your fingers accidentally get stuck? <laughs> Tap. Mm, ow! That would hurt a lot. Yeah. Sometimes I press the steam button to see if it like. Oh, is, I never thought about using hot. the steam button that way. Yeah. Okay. But let me tell you how my father would know when the iron is hot. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so nervous. My father would determine that the iron was hot by inverting it so that the metal part was up, and then. Sp- Spitting on it. <laughs> God. <laughs> and seeing if it sizzled. Ew. Oh, the <laughs> word sizzle just now was very disturbing for me. And what if it wasn't? Did he wipe the spit off or he just waited for it to get hot so it could eventually evaporate? Ran down and dropped like, on the floor. I don't know. But it always was hot when he did that. So then he should have stopped doing it because that is so gross. Oh my god, that's a great story. Do you think he still? <laughs> do you think he still does that? Um, yeah, I'm sure he does. Oh hey guys, 
Thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us and want to let us know, feel free to drop us an email at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you.